You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Garden Report on CLNS and Celtics blog. After a big Game 1 victory from the Celtics over the Wizards tonight, or today, I should say, we got a, a rare day game here, 123-111, to 111, Celtics take Game 1. It didn't look like they were going to take Game 1 in the beginning of this one. They go down 16-0 to to start this game, fight all the way back, take their first lead of the game in the third quarter, and go on to win in pretty convincing fashion. I thought they played really, really well for three quarters today. I mean, it wasn't a full game, but you saw a Celtics team keep on rolling from the Bulls series. Not a lot of time in between, which I think was a good thing for them because they've they've been on a roll. And you saw it today. Came out a little bit flat, but refound that groove led by Isaiah Thomas. Absolutely. Isaiah getting into town after his sister's funeral at 4 a.m. today. He looked exhausted in all the pressers. Uh, you know, says, look, at this is the playoffs. No, no excuses, right? And Al Horford obviously defended him. But the point here is Isaiah came out. He came out strong. He lost his tooth. And then what happened? He got hot. As Brad Stevens said, the tooth was probably holding him back. So you you definitely know by now, Isaiah Thomas had his tooth knocked out uh, midway through the first quarter. I mean, if you already didn't think it was a a nightmare first quarter, then you go and lose your front tooth. Get knocked out of the game. And just Isaiah Thomas goes over, calmly picks it up. They pop it back in, folks, in the middle of the game. They just pop, I don't even, I didn't know you could just do that. I mean, it's not like it was a fake tooth. This is a tooth that was rooted in there. I don't know, maybe. But Jimmy in the pressers, he had a hilarious oh, lisp because the tooth fell, tooth fell back. Fell out out. again. I don't know if that thing was this rotted. This guy has been through hell in the, he last, really has. Two, in the last two, three He really years. has. You know what? And, and, and you think about everything he's gone through, and a, a missing tooth is it's probably nothing out. compared to what he had to go. I mean, yesterday. He was, I believe it was yesterday, yesterday. he had, yeah, had to, they had to bury his sister, and he spoke at the funeral from what I saw on, online. Um, you know, just to, to, to come back, fly through the night, you know, you don't really get a great night's sleep on a plane. You can try, but you're not really getting full rest. To come out today and drop 33 points yep. and lead the team uh, in, in a Game 1 victory where it looked like they were down and out to start things off, I mean, it, it just continues to speak volumes about this guy. I mean, this is this is a player who has so many things on his mind right now, much bigger than basketball. And for him to come out that way, what 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 does it say to you? I mean, he's the leader of this team. There's no doubt about it. They look towards him, and he's leading by example, mm-hmm. uh, making sacrifices, family sacrifices, to be here with his team. And his teammates couldn't praise him enough. We saw it after Game Five with Avery Bradley. Today, we saw it with Al Horford, mm-hmm. and. I think it's also done a great thing. I mean, you take a bad situation and, and try to put a good twist on it. 
the team has come together. I think adversity okay. has brought them together through all this, and they seem more cohesive than they have all season. Yeah, you mentioned it off camera. To you, it feels like the Celtics have matured over the last grown up a little. Yeah, bit. over the last few weeks, and I think I can definitely see that as well. I mean, they've had adversity throughout the year, but perhaps you know when you lose somebody that close to you, and you, it's your star player. I mean, that's it's tough to have more adversity than that. And and at this stage of the of the season and going into the playoffs, for them to come back the way they have, I just think that it it does show maturity, like you mentioned, Jimmy. And then the flip side of that too is. Having gone through the losses in games one and two, mm-hmm. uh, I think being able to come back from that, not rolling over, this team matured, grew up in this, and they're and they are playing above their potential. And the team's rallying around Isaiah. You saw it's Kelly Olynyk with a huge game oh. today. Al Horford with maybe one of his best games of his yeah. Celtics career. We're going to talk about those two players. We're going to also talk about how the Markeith Morris injury may have also affected this game. Sounds like he's going to play in game two based on what he told reporters in the locker room. I wasn't there, but that's what I had heard. Um, so we're going to get into all those things. Hopefully our good friend Jared Weiss will be here to join where us. Where is he? I, I, I don't know. I don't know where this guy is. He's all over the place. He's probably in the locker room still interviewing players right now. Yep, yep. But we're going to have Jared back with us for the second video. So stay right there. Celtics 123-111 game one win over the Washington Wizards. We will be right back. Welcome to part two of the Garden Report. Now Jared Weiss is here. I'm joined by he, Jimmy Toscano. We found him. I'm alive. I'm well. <laughs> just like the Celtics season after a rough start. This program, part two of the Garden Report, is brought to you by Blue Apron. Go to blueapron.com slash garden report for three free meals and free shipping on your first order. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Celtics almost had free shipping to the end of the season there at the Ooh, beginning. They were nice. down 16 <laughs> nothing. They uh, they won the rest of the game by 29 points. Yeah. And a big Completely reason. Completely different team you guys covered isaiah thomas in the first video. we did in so let's, depth. let's talk about first what al horford did especially in the second half of this game he had 21 points 10 assists nine rebounds Ooh, another game so in the close. playoffs where he comes just short of a triple double something tells me he doesn't really care about his stats There's no triple much. double clause in that contract apparently. that's right that's right he's not going for that extra <laughs> rebound uh he was an incredible facilitator yeah and he really took it to the team when they needed it um you know, Markeith Morris being hurt in this game means that there was a physical disadvantage for right. Washington over the course of the game, and Horford really wanted to exploit that. Yeah, they did exploit it. I think this was peak Al Horford tonight. You, obviously, with that stat line, you know he's doing everything out there on the court. Sometimes it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but on a day like today, it actually did. So for all the Horford haters, hashtag Horford haters out there, they're pretty quiet today, I think. I mean, you saw Horford. The one thing I will say about Horford is he's not – as aggressive on offense as you wanted to be sometimes with the shot. But today, he was hitting some nice jumpers, um, and I, I was very impressed by his performance, not only on the court, but off the court. I, I noted um, there was a stretch there in the third quarter where Marcus Smart picked up two really quick fouls, really frustrated, stormed off to the bench. You noted it. Uh, you tweeted about it as well. And Isaiah Thomas was kind of yelling at him from the court, like, come on, man, like, you know, shape up. Not the or, first time it's happened. No, not the so first far. time, no. Um, basically, Smart was really frustrated, sat down on the bench in the, at the end, Al Horford got up from his seat on the bench, and whoever was sitting next to Smart, he kicked him out, basically, and he sat down next to Smart, and they probably chatted for a bit, but that's that veteran presence that I think Horford really brings to this team, that playoff presence, too, because a lot of these players on the Celtics, they don't have 
a ton of experience in the playoffs. Like Horford does more. And Marcus came back in the game like a minute later. He only he took did. a couple of plays yeah. off. Uh, but he still had a rough night, and Jalen Brown had to finish that one off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get to Kelly Olynyk, who was the guy that really Huge. saved this team here. Yeah. He they put him to work on Boyan Bogdanovich in the post, and Bogdanovich didn't even have a prayer against him. And no. to Boyan's credit, one, he's a horrible defender. He was going to lose that matchup, but he was very effective in the fourth quarter. He hit some big threes, hit that four point play mm, yep. that put Washington back in it, but the Celtics were able to kind of slam the door back on them. But Kelly Olynyk is going to be a matchup issue for Washington in this series didn't if Marquis Morris that. goes down. But yeah, it really is going to be an issue for them. The good thing about Kelly, and we all know this, is that he can score from all over. He's a stretch big. And when he's on, like he was today, he forces those defenders out. So that's going to open things up for guys like whether it's Horford going to the paint or whether it's Thomas. If Olenek is stretching the floor the way he can if he's hitting those threes that he hit, that's just another added benefit to him being on, you know, on the floor at that time. So huge, huge minutes from him off the bench when the Celtics were really struggling to find offense. Him and Isaiah got hot at the same time from, three, from the three-point line, and that brought them that woke them up I think you know when they started to see some of those baskets go in Celtics shot damn near 50 percent from the three-point line today so you really can't expect that going forward but the but watching the ball go in the basket just does wonders for the confidence and breaks you out of that slump I mean they had a franchise record or tying a franchise playoff record 19 threes tonight I asked Brad Stevens after the game if he felt the water is finally yeah. seeked, saw at its level and he said I sure as hell hope not, hope not. so <laughs> let's see if they hit a franchise or an NBA record 27 threes in the next game uh, one way it's going to help them do that is Marquise Morris okay is he has a sprained ankle that was a he, bad looking he said sprain. he sprains his ankle a lot and he said this is the worst one that he's suffered so really? far he did, yeah. And I mean, we saw it live, and I was but like, "Didn't he say he was going to play in game two? He did, but do you believe that? I don't. That's the I thing. don't. Believe I wasn't that. there. I don't for think it. he's going to. I wasn't play. there to see how it all, how we said it, or how the question was asked or anything. But I saw that he said he was going to try to give it a go. That might just be wishful thinking, and a lot of times, you know, it might take a longer period of time before that thing really swells up even more. And if if it's swollen too much, I mean, yeah, he's not going to be able to give it a go. He can only do so much on one leg. I mean, Rondo wanted to play in the next game, and he right. was done, right? So we'll see what happens. It is a sprain. It's not a break. He thought it was broken at first, and I saw his reaction. I was reading his lips. I mean, he was basically saying, I think, I'm, I think it might be broken. So he, I think he was surprised that he was able to actually walk off the court at some point, but you could see the way that he sometimes was. Sometimes sorry. He, he, no, no, no. I was going to say, sometimes a, a, a bad sprain is worse than a, than a broken ankle, <laughs> to be completely honest. They say that. I, I don't know if that's true, I'm, but I'm not a I'm doctor. Gonna take your me- yeah, I'm going to take your medical uh, advice. I'm going to stick that with one. that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, <laughs> Marky Forrest being hurt is a big issue for the Celt- uh, for, the, for the Wizards. Great for the Celtics because Ubre was very good in this game, mm-hmm. but Had the Celtics are going to be able to take advantage of that. Stevens is going to be able to pick that one apart. He went with Jalen Brown down the stretch, and Jalen played very well. This yeah. is a guy that hasn't really played at all except for some garbage time minutes in the playoffs. Do you think that Jalen's going to show up more now that we know, obviously, Gerald Green? Well, actually, the injury could change if it's probably not going to be Gerald Green starting in game two. Right, so I think he's going to – we're going to see more. You couldn't see less of him because he didn't play, what, the last four games? So I think Jalen Brown, for him to come in just out of nowhere and hit that three-pointer, you know, cold, essentially, and then play defense on Bogdanovich and some other guys on there on the wing, um, he's once again proven that he can be – ready when called upon so I think you will see him especially if smart if smart's continuing to struggle I mean obviously smart gives you a ton out there even when he's not scoring but there might be a time where smart's just not getting it going on maybe either end and maybe frustrations continues to set in for him where they say hey Jalen you know go in there Gerald Green it's it seems like uh, that little honeymoon stretch there uh, in the starting lineup might be coming to an end I think he just played eight minutes today and 
I think it was a minus 12 or something around there. Um, he so, got a quick plug at the beginning of the game. Yeah, so. exactly. Okay. So he didn't really get a chance to redeem himself. Um, I'm not sure he'll be starting game two. Well, we'll see what will happen. Maybe he finally goes with Marcus Smart in the starting lineup. He did start the second half. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't say whether or not he's going to start in game two. Probably not going to be Amir Johnson because Amir could barely get on the floor in this one too. So this will be a very interesting Small move. ball. Yeah, we're go it's going to be small no matter what. We'll see what happens. We will see you after game two here on Tuesday night at the TD Garden between the Wizards and the Celtics. Stay on this playlist for all of the locker room coverage. You get to hear from both sides of the coin on this one. Uh, that'll do it for Jimmy. For Nick Gels, who was on the show before, for our producer, Jeremy Karp, this is the Garden Report on CLNS and Celtics Blog. <laughs>